Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the best of the Nick Brown Show, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's your host, Nick Brown. Lynn, good morning. How are you? Uh, thanks, man. Doing great. The uh, Yeah, the, I, I knew it was your time to be down there. This is a good time of the year. Every year this is kind of a, uh, a benchmark time is when uh, Nick Brown and the family goes to the beach and takes their Lindy's Magazine. So I, I've always uh, always got that marked. Hey, uh, listen to the, to the music from Alabama a minute ago. You might have seen it. There was a uh, thing on the Internet this past week. One of the national, uh, Condé Nast Traveler maybe, or one of the national magazines chose the uh, most scenic place in every state. And uh, in the state of Alabama, it was DeSoto Canyon and DeSoto Falls up in Fort Payne, Alabama, uh, home of home of the group Alabama. So I uh, thought about you when I saw that. I certainly did not uh, did not see that. That's certainly uh, pretty neat. i tell you what they need, and obviously I'm reading the copy of Lindy's Magazine that you sent that complimentary to me, and I have no uh, problem telling our audience that, but I was a loyal customer long before I met you. And I've gone over this. We've talked about it before, but I think couldn't do it just justice. And I've talked about we're going to try and bring Lindy's to the depot. But this Dennis Dodd article on Opportunity USA is one of the best reads on college football that I've had in quite some time. Yeah, I agree. I, I, when I edited that piece, um, I, I thought the same thing. In fact, I said to Lindy, our, our publisher, uh, Dennis did a really good job on it. Of course, uh, <laughs> Saying Dennis, jo- Dennis Dodd did a good job on, on this piece is being redundant because if Dennis Dodd writes it, it's going to be good. It's going to be insightful. It's going to be uh, creatively and, and, uh, and well-written. But, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I, I, I absolutely thought that, was, uh, thought that was the case. It was a good piece. Well, you know, and the thing, we're talking to Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine. And, Lynn, I, I guess the thing about it is because if you read the article, and I, obviously I'm encouraging people, I'm not going to read it word for word or paragraph for paragraph. But you go through, it really opens your eyes to every situation. And, and I talked with on the show today about not, you know, is it a point where coaches won't take chances on kids because of you? Look what happened at Baylor with Art Bryle. But head coaches, they just have to understand that they're going to come under scrutiny and be criticized severely when they go into these junior colleges and bring these. I mean, there's reasons you go to a junior college. One, if you have academic trouble out of high school, but in this article, he focuses on everybody and how they got to the junior college. Yeah, and and you know it's a it's it's a it's dangerous to bunch everybody in a in a situation into the same category, and it's a shame that the and this is a general statement in life. It's a ch- it's a shame that when you're dealing with a group of people or a category of people, that the 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 few bad ones will generally out. Uh, get more, make more noise, or have more noise made about them than the majority of the good ones, and um, you know the the cream rises to the top, but that ain't always what you see. And uh, and this is one of those cases. I suspect that the majority of people that are that are junior college transfers or that don't don't make their grades initially or whatever and have to have to go that route probably are good folks that be good players. But uh, but in today's world, uh, coaches do have to be careful. The 
uh, you know, there's images to, uh, out there, the, 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 the money that's involved in, in what can be brought into your program. Um, and, and plus, you've got to do the right thing. You, you don't want to be bringing in, uh, you know, people that, that are, have criminal backgrounds or are going to, be, going to be criminals and unsavory characters to be bringing down your other folks. And it's a, it's a tough line. I, I, don't, uh, I don't envy uh, coaches in this position. I'll say some, some things are pretty cut and dried. I mean, there, there have been some occasions where uh, such an egregious thing was done that it probably you should have known it was a mistake uh, to, bring a, to bring your player in. And, and I'm not trying to name any particular ones, but there are, have been occasions, you know, with some pretty prominent schools where that's, uh, where that's been the case. But I, I do think Dennis was very insightful and very fair in the way that he wrote the piece. And he certainly was. I'm going to touch on one, because we talk SEC and Conference USA. Really, we talk all of college sports. But I think the interesting one is right in your backyard with a good friend of yours, Bill Clark, who's the head coach at UAB. And he goes through and says, uh, talking about the program, we're talking about Dennis Dodd's article in Lindy's Magazine. But he says, go ahead and judge all the programs and ask how UAB rebuilds. program has signed 32 junior college transfers since December. Now, that's an allowance by the NCAA to quickly repopulate program that's returning in 2017. Right. So, I mean, that there is, there's a positive from there. 32 guys will be playing for UAB that played in junior college. That's right. And, and I, I think in life, you need to give people a second chance. And you'll maybe give them a third chance. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, every, everyone's different. I have not talked to Coach Clark about specific junior college people that, uh, you know, other, other than, of course, the tragic Greg Bryant situation that I did talk to him at length about. But, um, but but the majority of those guys, it's uh, and of course UAB's in a unique situation. First program ever to be totally closed down and then re- reopened back at the same level. Um, so it's a kind of a unique deal. But there'll be a whole lot of guys that will have an opportunity to get an education and play football because of uh, being allowed to come from junior college to UAB that that would not have had an opportunity otherwise. Nick and and uh, all of us have an obligation to try to influence the generations behind us. Uh, to learn from learn from our mistakes and hopefully benefit from our counsel if, if we've got anything that can be positive to influence them and it's a obligation we got and this is a, one of the one of the key roles of coaches coaches that are doing their right job and doing it for the, I mean doing their job well and, and doing it for the right reasons welcome opportunities to do that that's right of course then the ultimate criticism would be you're not going to give the third team deep snapper a chance if he steals the Kit Kat bar from a local. Uh, convenience store as opposed to the starting running back. I mean, that, that's the one criticism you're always going to see, but we don't know how much trouble the third team deep snapper had been in before that. I'm sorry. You know? yeah, we're not, you know, and that's the thing. The public, the public is not in a position, in most cases, the public is not in a position to, to be able to give a valid, valid opinion. Fans are going to have an opinion regardless. But we, you know, even though you and I, those of us in journalism, uh, don't aren't always able to get enough background information to really form and uh, make an informative decision, and uh, and certainly the average fan's not. Well, we're going to turn from football. We'll bounce around a little bit. I certainly want to go to college baseball, and I will tell you this: I said the same thing, but I'm giving you credit. Uh, we're going to talk before we jump into the SEC. You said to watch out for one team, and that was East Carolina, and they took care of the uh, Red Raiders yesterday, eight to six, in the Lubbock Super yeah, I, I really look for them. I, you know, some somebody asked me on a show before I was on with you to pick a team that I thought if I had to pick one team that was an upset special for the uh, unranked team to go in and knock off a knock off a uh, one top seeds and make it to the World Series. My, that was my pick was East Carolina, and they 
they validated that last night. Um, boy, SEC got off to a bad start. Um, Mississippi State can't even score at home, and Texas A&M, Texas A&M gets waxed uh, on their home field. So now they face elimination today. And um, I think the Florida-Florida State game is, um, is a night game in Gainesville, isn't it? I will check it out, and I believe you're correct. Well, which, which means is. Mississippi State and Texas A&M could be out of the tournament before Florida even starts it. That's right. So, um, you know, and hey, and uh, I mean, LSU doesn't have a slam dunk. I mean, I think LSU will win, but I mean, they're going up against a decent team. Um, and Oklahoma State uh, has got great baseball tradition, and South Carolina certainly has been inconsistent. Uh, I mean, they, they had to play out of the loser's bracket on their home field and their own regional. So I don't think it's a, you know, I don't think anything's a slam dunk. And Florida State certainly is good enough to beat Florida. And I think Florida will win playing at home. Florida's beating them during the season. But, uh, but I don't think there's an SEC team that's a slam dunk to get to the College World Series. Uh, if I was going to bet on one, I'd probably take LSU. But, uh, but it's, I mean, as dominant as the SEC was at the start of the season, uh, or throughout the season, actually, you know, they have two guys that don't even make it out of the regional, including Vanderbilt, the, the national runner-up, which was a unique situation because of the tragedy with the drowning of their player. Uh, and then uh, South Carolina and LSU are still playing on Tuesday, and they got to turn around in two days now and, and you know, and start the, start the World Series in three days because of that. So as good as, as dominant as the SEC was in baseball during the season, the softball is, I mean, the, uh, the baseball during the postseason has not actually uh, <laughs> validated that yet. Well, you know, I got to talk to Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine. It's being a great Baptist from uh, Hueytown, Alabama, Hueytown, Alabama's favorite son. You don't wager on any of these contests. I'm just going to get you to start texting me and, and let me know because you certainly are able to pick the uh, the upset. Well, I mean, I'll I'll do that. I would say that people that uh, people that follow our uh, our Lindy staff doing picks during the fall through our website and our newsletter uh, probably would say, yeah, let's wait and get his picks, and, and then we'll go. Uh, We'll call our call our picks in and go opposite what he says. But uh, yeah, but I'll yeah. Any, anytime I feel like I've gotten some kind of a vision on it, I'll make sure that you're the guy I send the information to. Hey, I, I certainly appreciate that. And I think you need to tell the folks in Starkville to pay the power bill if they had the uh, the power outage for about thirty minutes last night. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Hey, pretty incredible uh, going through. But you know, we're talking to Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine. We're talking about the pick. The one thing that we've talked about here on the Nick Brown Show is how accurate you guys have been over the years. And then I pick it up today, and I'm going through it. I did read a few of the national picks, the top 25 for our audience. And one thing that you could have no control over, but right there at number five in the country, yep, Baylor. Is, is Baylor. And that, that was going to be uh, interesting to watch. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, Baylor's loaded. They're a good team. But, I mean, now they've got uh, Grobe coming into coach, and he's going to have a different philosophy. He is keeping most of the assistants, I believe, so that's a good thing. Um, but you've got you've got uh, players on the team that are requesting releases. You're having key recruits bail out on them and say we're not coming to uh, coming to Baylor. Uh, you've got the the off the field dissension and the uh, and the uh, shadow that's cast over things, including the enthusiasm of their fan base. Um, and you know Baylor, when they had all their coaches, had all their players. Uh, they, I think we were legitimate in putting them at number five. Uh, they were an absolute legit choice. To go to uh, to go to the, the playoffs, I'd say now if if Baylor wins ten or eleven ball games and is in the picture for this toward the end of the season, uh, go ahead and just mail my vote in for Jim Grobe for Coach of the Year because you're you're having to overcome a huge situation. I mean, he takes over the team after spring practice. Uh, first time he's going to have this team on the field is 
is what, three weeks before the season starts. That's right. And, and he's not going to have his full complement of players. So, um, yeah, you go from um, the potential of being uh, you know, a playoff contender to being an afterthought if, if, uh, if you're not real careful. And it's a, you know, it's a shame. And, uh, I mean, Baylor, Baylor if, if, if what you see in here is accurate, then the, the leadership at Baylor brought this on themselves. You do hate it for the players that were not involved in any in anything that was uh, that was questionable, illegal, or criminal, uh, because a lot of times the innocent have to get punished with the guilty, and that's and that's unfortunate. But um, if the situation that you that you read and hear about regarding Baylor is accurate, and, and you got to feel like there must be some fire where there's smoke, or else the uh, athletic director wouldn't be gone, the head coach wouldn't be gone, and the president of the university wouldn't have been demoted. Um, that's Whenever you see that happen, the university generally knows that uh, that what you're hearing is not just rumors. All right, well, now I'm going to run the full gambit, Lynn, uh, the, of college football and tied into baseball. I didn't realize you were such a big college baseball fan because the more I talk with you, the more I know it's only about seven years now that we've been uh, talking back and forth on Saturdays and Thursdays. And that is the TV revenue for the SEC is around $34 million per team. Now, the Conference USA had to renegotiate uh, this past week, they were first up. And and I can understand being a difference because, like I said, the Mississippi State-LSU game is a little bit more attractive than, say, a Fort Atlantic Old Dominion matchup on a Saturday evening or afternoon. But you look at $34 million as compared to 200000 for Conference USA. It makes you understand that, really, college baseball, in my opinion, is the last frontier where the little guy really has that opportunity. Yeah, well, I mean, to a, to an extent, you've got it in um, in basketball because you have the the Davidsons and the James Madisons and the uh, you know the, the different. That's right. Then and you'll have you'll have two or three of them a year um, that that makes it um, not maybe as much percentage wise as, as baseball, but but you do have you do have those teams that happen. Uh, and you've got it. You've got it in the women's diamond sports as well. Not so much in women's basketball. Uh, the the dominant team usually wins more in women's basketball than than in men's, where you've got more upsets. And then softball is a similar situation to uh, to baseball. But I agree with you. I, I think probably of the of the major college sports, baseball is probably the last one where you where you have a really legitimate shot at um, at at making it all the way. Um, if if in fact the uh, home teams uh, don't uh, win out all the way down the road in these in these regionals, uh, you got and super regionals, you have two or three teams that are in the College World Series that uh, <laughs> that you don't think of in that way. I mean, uh, you don't think of Cal Santa Barbara that way. Uh, they're playing at Louisville; they'll probably lose. But uh, you think of Long Beach State, you think of uh, Cal Fullerton, you think of Fresno State. Um, as, as being power powerful uh, teams with baseball history, but Cal Santa Barbara doesn't doesn't really jump into my mind as as somebody Coastal Carolina, East Carolina, those teams that they you know they're not somebody you think of when you think of uh, think of powerful college teams, and they're in the position where they can knock off um, you know Power Five conference teams and, and make it to the World Series. And hey, I, and I'm not wishing anybody bad luck, but good for those good for those smaller guys. I I think it's good for uh, good for college sports. Uh, when you see uh, an East Carolina uh, or a Cal Santa Barbara or whatever make it to the make it to something like the College World Series, good for them. 
Well, I'm gonna, and where I'm going with this, I'm going to tie this into Lindy's Magazine. We're talking to Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine. Lynn takes you to 10 every Saturday morning on the Nick Brown Show. And that's looking at the top 25. And you peruse over this, and you're waiting to see, where am I going to see the little guy? Well, your extensive background covering the Mountain West Conference, did that for years for Lindy's. And then you look at number 19 in the country, San Diego State. So one team cracking into the top 25 out of the non-traditional powers. And that's a program, Lynn, that could absolutely win it all. They have one tough game, I believe it's with Cal. Yeah, uh, right. but, but, but Jared Goff is gone. That's right. And so, so that's going to be their game. Well, I think they, they win that. Yeah, I think they play at Oregon State. I think they get Cal. My memory is, again, I don't have the magazine in front of me, but I think they play California um, at, at home. And then I think they travel to Oregon State at Corvallis the next weekend. And back-to-back ball games against uh, Pac-12 teams, which I can tell you from working with the Mountain West Conference office, uh, there would nothing thrill them more than for their teams to knock off a Pac-12 team. But you're, but you're right. If they could get by those, and, the, and the, the way the schedule breaks out, it's not conspiracy, but easily. I'm, I'm talking easily, easily in the Mountain West Conference. It's a two-team race. Um, Boise State is way ahead of anybody in their division and San Diego State's way ahead of theirs. We've got we've got San Diego State at 19 and Boise at like 28 or 30 or something like that. Um, and you got to go all the way down into the 70s to find another Mountain West team. So there's that much disparity between the top two teams and the bottom guys. Now that's on paper. You know, as soon as I say that, their uh, championship game won't even have either one of those guys in it. But those two teams are easily the two best teams in Mountain West Conference. Donnell Pumphrey who's the, the senior running back for San Diego State, he's a guy that nobody in, in our part of the world knows about, uh, much like the running back last year, Irvin, from, uh, from San Jose State. Uh, Pumphrey could play for anybody. He's a very, very good running back. And, uh, and, he's, and, and for Boise State, uh, Mark Ripken's younger brother is the, is the quarterback at Boise State. So those two teams are pretty good. But the, but the schedule comes out. Coincidentally, they don't play each other in the regular season. So... Uh, <laughs> So it, it's a it's a clear shot for those two teams to be you know to be up there with just a couple of Power Five games uh, outside the conference standing in the way of you could have an undefeated matchup in the in the uh, championship game of the Mountain West. All right, and so uh, you always do that. I don't know Lynn Scarver from Lindy's Magazine. The best you would say one of the better better players we've never heard of this year is going to be Donnell Pumphrey from San Diego State. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people need to look for him. He's very he's very good. Hey, they're on a ten game winning streak. They started last year at one and three. San Diego State did. Rocky Long's their head coach, and you know he's got a southern connection. He was head coach at uh, New Mexico as well. Um, but Rocky went to San Diego State a number of years ago. They started one and three last year, and that that program was getting ready to go into tank. They've won ten consecutive games. They ran the table. They beat Tuberville Cincinnati team forty-two to seven in a bowl game, and um, and they're they're right now on a ten-game win streak. They got one of the longest win streaks in the country. So, uh, so they're a team to look for. All right, let me ask you this. San Diego State runs the table. Yeah. All of them, every single game. Yeah. What's the best they do? I mean, well, it, well, here's the thing. It, it depends so much on what happens with other teams. I mean, if you let, if you let them be sitting there at, um, at 13-0 and 0 and let every other team in, the power, in every Power 5 conference have two losses, I mean, the best they could do, is pray that every other major team gets two losses. They won't, they won't go, if you're talking about would they make the Final Four, 
they won't make the Final Four undefeated if there are four other Power Five teams that are either undefeated or with just one loss. And un- an undefeated team from the Mountain West or Conference USA is not going to jump a one-loss team from one of the Power Five conferences. But if for some, if by some chance uh, Boise State or San Diego State went undefeated and would sit there at thirteen and zero after winning their conference championship, and and you didn't have four Power Five teams that were uh, that were undefeated or with just one loss. I mean, you could draw up a scenario where one of those teams would come in as the fourth seed. I mean, I could I could see that happening. I think that's highly unlikely. Um, I think the I think probably the best that they do is one of is one of those teams uh, has a legit shot to make it into that final group of ball games, uh, being the being the uh, power five the uh, non power five representative in the in the uh, final playoffs, and and that's that's a great season for a you know for a team like that. Well, I certainly think that would be a great season. I might even say that a uh, two loss team, depending on who it is. Uh, might even get in, uh, but but it'd be interesting. Well, it's according, to who, it's according to who it is. The 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 uh, you know the powers that be, they're not going to let uh, they're not let in Alabama, or they're going you know there there are certain teams that, that are kind of the darlings of those people, and they're not going to let one of those darling teams have two losses and be jumped by by a non Power Five uh, team. But but with the exception of a few teams that would get that preferential treatment, uh, it's conceivable that a uh, you know that a that a, a no loss team, especially if, if it ended up being Boise State, because Boise State has earned the credibility over the years uh, by winning these big games, and you know they've they've been a top ten team before, and so but I think more so Boise State than than San Diego State because of reputation. All right, we need to we need to talk about the magazine now. We're talking to Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine, it's Lindy's Sports now. The one I have in front of me, and I think sometimes we have to clear this up for our listeners because they ask me. They want to get the Sun Belt. They want to get Conference USA, but they see the Southeastern Edition. That is not just the Southeastern Conference. That's correct. Yeah, we've got a we've got for uh, for Conference USA and the Sun Belt. We've got a section for both conferences. We've got a recap of both. We uh, we give predictions. We give all conference teams. We talk about the key games. We talk about the best uh, the best pro prospect players, um, and then we do uh, single page features on the teams in those conferences that are in the Southeastern Footprint area. So if you're looking for the magazine that will give you an equal coverage of all conferences, as well as uh, FCS, Division II, Division III, uh, we're the only publication that covers all of college football. And uh, if, you're, if you're a fan of a, of a, of a, a quote, lesser team, then uh, – Lindy's National College Edition is the one to get. If you're a Southeastern fan and you want to uh, to get the SEC, but you also want to get some detailed coverage of Conference USA and the Sun Belt, then get uh, get Lindy's Southeastern Edition. Um, the one that would be in our listening audience in uh, Louisiana, of course, has LSU on the front cover. Um, you could drive probably uh, 10 minutes from where you are right now and most likely find the SEC, the Southeastern Edition, a version with Florida on the cover, a version with Auburn on the cover, and a version with Alabama on the cover. We probably have all three of those uh, cover versions in the in the Florida Panhandle. All right, now I want to I ask you a question about that because that is one, and do talk to Lynn Scarborough, really asking questions about the magazine. So if listener bought one with a LSU player on the cover, you're going to have Conference USA and Sunbelt in that magazine. That's correct. And if you bought one with an Arkansas player on the cover, you would have them in that magazine. That's right. 
Yeah, now, the national edition, and see, I think that's the one. The national edition is intriguing because you want to be most balanced. I like both of them, so I have a copy of both of them. But the national edition is going to hit you with your FCS as well as now. Will Conference USA in the Sun Belt be in the national edition? Maybe that's a dumb question because it says nation. Yes, yeah. yes, it will. And the and the the difference is that um, the national college edition in the area with the Sun Belt. I mean, with uh, with Conference USA, will have a full page on every team in Conference USA. It will have, even though Texas El Paso, uh, UTEP, is um, is way out almost in New Mexico, uh, you know, it, we're not necessarily going to put a, a, a team feature about UTEP in the Southeastern edition. Uh, we'll have them mentioned within the Conference USA uh, uh, story, but we won't necessarily have a, a separate team feature for them. Uh, where in... Um, in the regular edition, in the National College edition, we will. There are some teams in CUSA and in the Sun Belt that are not in the uh, what's considered the traditional Southeastern Conference footprint. And the teams that are considered within the uh, traditional SEC footprint, we include a separate uh, team page on the, for them in addition to the overall conference recap in the Southeastern edition. In the uh, National College edition, we do... Uh, every conference, we've got a, a full section on the on the MAC, on the Mid America, on the America uh, American Athletic Conference, uh, we, and then and then we've got uh, all American teams and conference rankings for every for every division. We got the Division Two predictions and all American teams in Division Three, and uh, you know, and certainly certainly FCS with North Dakota State and Jacksonville State and those guys. All right, I'm going to ask you the last question now. I see why you stay up to two or three at o'clock every morning. Uh, getting all of this put together because it is certainly confusing. I want to ask you, for me, for the one that you sent me, you know that you're an Auburn graduate, as I am, and right. you sent me the Auburn copy. That's right. 36-page State of Alabama insert. Yeah. Now, does that mean if I'm buying a Louisiana edition, um, just, I know that's not going to be in there, but is that, so that means that is that copy 36 pages lighter than the... That's correct. Al- that's correct. Okay. That's a, we For the State of Alabama, the State of Florida, and the State of Georgia... We do a uh, an insert uh, in those states that are nothing but stories, photos, and advertisements for those particular states. Those are the only three states that we do that for. Well, very good. I think the uh, national may be the way to go. I'm excited about bringing the product to the depot, something that we're going to knock out this week and make that happen. And so I love, certainly look forward to that. But now do you get to rest? Are you still working on the NBA? Oh, no. NBA. No, we no. I, 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 I did two stories on uh, NBA yesterday. Uh, looks like now we'll be doing a Golden State magazine. I suspect they'll win on Monday night. We'll be sending a Golden State uh, edition to the press probably Monday night or Tuesday morning. Uh, next Friday, we send the Ohio State edition. Thanks for listening to the best of the Nick Brown Show. Tune in live every Saturday on ESPN977.com or subscribe to the show in iTunes on Stitcher or at redpeachsports.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.